A Dream About the Aspen by George Murray Read for LibriVox.org by Larry Wilson Oh, know ye why the aspen leaves so tremulously sigh When through the burning summer noon no breeze is heard on high? When the green canopies that crown the woodlands are at rest And gladden faint wayfaring men with shadows calm and blessed? In the dread hour when God's own Son upon the cross was nailed, the fierce red splendor of the sun in midnight gloom was veiled. Earth's bosom heaved, and girt around with darkness deep and still, men bowed like frail, wind-shaken reeds before God's mighty will. With dim presentiment of woe, each beast concealed his form, and shrank within his craven home as though beneath a storm. No bird-wing fluttered in the grove, or floated through the air, and nature's heart had ceased to beat, wrung deeply by despair, save that the shrouded trees and flowers still murmured low in thought, and wailing told of deeds of blood and justice set at naught, of bigot priests and traitor hearts and faith for silver bought. The cedar groves on Lebanon a dirge-like music made, and dark as night athwart the hills was flung their giant shade, while softly from a weeping tree, the tree of Babylon, a voice in lonely whisper sighed, "'Tis finished! He is gone!' Then, deeply down, she hung her boughs within Euphrates' stream, and ever dreameth of his death a life-enduring dream. Calmly beneath the eye of heaven the glowing vineyards slept. The vintner watched the big bright tears that from the branches wept, and when the purple clusters dropped and the new wine was pressed, mindful he named it Tears of Christ, and still that name is blessed. But soon a vapor round the mount arose with fragrant flow, breathed from the very soul of love, compassionating woe, by the night-blooming violet to cool the burning brain of him whose thorn-encircled brow throbbed wildly in its pain. Mournfully spake the cypress then, My branches I will wave in memory of this awful hour forever by the grave. And through the sultry dimness passed a gently wafted breath, as to the cross an angel mood, stern messenger of death. A sad voice groaned, My God, my God, why hast thou me forsaken? And all the trees and flowers with fear and agony were shaken. The aspen shook not. She alone, a proud, unpitying tree, stood tearless, motionless beside the mount of Calvary. And thus outspake the haughty one, What reck we of thy pain? Why should we weep? We trees and flowers are free from sinful stain. Soon will my sisters cease to pine. This hour will soon be o'er. A bright epiphany of joy shall beam forevermore. Then death's dark angel took the cup, red with the Savior's blood, and at the cold proud aspen's root poured forth the mystic flood, and spake strange words, and by those words the miserable tree was cursed, 
and every leaf was doomed a quivering leaf to be until that old old curse be dead her branches cannot rest but still she feareth trembleth still when all is calm and blessed scorn not the tale those thoughts were born within a childlike heart e'en as the tears that in our eyes so oft unbidden start born like the strains that gush from out the forest warbler's breast that soft or shrill are bird songs still and may not be repressed then scoff not at the simple tale nor deem the legend wild it was not woven that the ears of men might be beguiled but that men's eyes might trace the form of truth in fiction's stream and read a world-old god-framed law foreshadowed in a dream slowly tis learnt by heart although by memory quickly caught faintly tis writ in tears upon the tablets of the thought still still that law of exile lives the ban of heaven above that they who shut love out shall be in turn shut out from love end of poem this recording is in the public domain